0: Welcome to my first podcast, oh it's not a podcast, it's a podcast, my first podcast episode one. This is Myesha, this is pretty much uncomfortable ass conversations if you don't like to hear uncomfortable shit or things that make you think critically, get the fuck off the podcast. Um, It's funny because I have so much to say all the time, I like to talk and I like to critically think and examine and analyze, sometimes a bit too much, but I don't watch that much TV or anything like that but sometimes every now and again I watch like little gossip um, things on YouTube in between me obsessing Mm -hmm. over whatever I'm obsessing about at the moment which right now is real estate so (laughs) in between me watching my real estate videos I sneak in a break and watch Mm -hmm. some gossip stuff so it brought me to thinking about Mm -hmm. ownership Mm -hmm. Um, and then I was go into detail, but, so I was watching like this gossip video about Blueface, the rapper, Bust Down, Tatiana, you know, stop acting like you don't know who it is, you do, Um, you sing the song, Um, but anyway, (laughs) about his family, and he's throwing his mother out, and throwing his sister out, and those things. And since I really analyzed stuff, I wasn't really thinking about the rapper. And I wasn't thinking about was the mother and sister so much as more, you know, less than I was thinking about family dynamics, dysfunction, and owning oneself. So those three themes, mainly ownership, is like really what I wanna address. Because while I was watching this little ratchet-ass video, <laughs> I was thinking the whole time, that's his house no matter what anybody agrees about so to give you a brief synopsis his he has two girlfriends which that's a whole nother discussion but he has two living girlfriends I, uh, from what I gather mother and sister came to either visit or they were living there I don't know but mother and sister rapper blueface, two girlfriends one girlfriend they like the Other girlfriend they say doesn't speak, which is very disrespectful. However, emotional intelligence tells us there are ways to deal with things that probably aren't the ways that all of us were brought up to deal with. So, I guess after that point, from what I gather, because it's hard to tell when people holler and screaming on Instagram, it's like an Instagram live video, and the girl, the sister, was like, you know, cussing Blueface out and Blueface was cussing her out and it looked like he was kicking a sister down the steps and the mom was recording and then he told him to get out and do their shit out and then the sister was recording but then they showed the sister, went to get a knife to go fuck mm. the bitch up and then all the shit So in that, I was, the funny thing is two things. That that type of situation is not foreign to me at all. I wish it were, but it is not foreign. Like, I grew up in a family where that exact scenario probably happened more than one time. The other thing was how he told them to get out. I don't think I've been in a situation with my family, as dysfunctional as the fuck they are, where somebody said get out. They may have said it, but nobody left. So, it's like he successfully kicked them the fuck out. So I was actually on his side. I was like, you know, he's taking up for himself. Like, he didn't handle it the best way either. But at the end of the day, that brings you to ownership and owning who you are. Now, I hate to really use it as an example, but honestly, that's the last thing I watched. So I have to kind of use that as, you know, for perspective. But no matter whose side anybody is on... And also, even if this rude-ass bitch, which I'm sure she's rude, didn't speak. And I, again, have been on the other side of that. A rude asshole who has a fucking... Matter of fact, I'm dealing with that right now. A rude-ass asshole who's friends with a family member, who likes to come in a family member's house while I'm there and I say shit. Everything in me wants to knock this bitch's teeth out and knock all the cuss out of the many bumps on this bitch's face. But emotional intelligence tells me, please just ignore it. So, I wish his mother and sister had of just said, you know, it's his house. It's rude that she doesn't speak, but it is his house. And you know what? He's gonna ignore her. I'm like, who cares? But it turned into this big thing. And like, Blueface, the rapper, really kind of stood up for himself in a weird way. I don't even know if he thought he was standing up for himself at the time. But you gotta put your foot down and a lot of times in a black community, we don't have much ownership with our family, with our friends, with people who we just meet. And again, I could go into great detail, but I will save that for other discussions because they all lead into many other discussions that break off into things. But it boils down to only who you are, regardless of what anybody thinks about anything. It's really about being unapologetic and being like, this is me. If you don't like it, get the fuck out. This is my house. If you don't like it, get the fuck out. This is what I'm doing. If you don't like it, get the fuck on. Whatever the case may be. Um, so I'm probably the only one that got all of that out of this ratchetness. Um And I ain't mad at it, but... And that's also the way my brain works, but... Even if you're not physically saying, like if you're not saying these things, you're not physically reacting to these things. You have to protect your energy, regardless of who it is, at all costs. Um, I can say myself. People got a lot of shit to say about me. Not that I really give a fuck. If I had a T-shirt that said "I don't give a fuck," trust me. Matter of fact, I, I did make a T-shirt that said "Fuck off." But, um, it's an, it's, life is a funny thing because people really think they have something to say about you. They have a say. Or they, because they want to say something because they want to change your mind about something. Like, motherfucker, you don't know who the fuck I am. Get the fuck out of my face. Like, I go through that a lot. I'm really ambitious. And sometimes I'll say shit around people as a test. And I'll be like, oh, I gotta get out of it. Like, like, for instance, I work at this retail job and I love this retail job. But, um, you know, I kind of went there temporarily. Just because I'm in between something else. Something way really bigger. And I'm not saying it to explain. I'm saying it to give you some kind of perspective. So one thing I've noticed about working at a job. Most people that work at that job with you have a job ass mentality. They are not really big dreamers. They may claim to be big dreamers. Not really. They're not really uh, risk takers. They may claim to take a risk. Not really. And they're always minding other motherfuckers' business. This shit is crazy. It's like every job I ever had, you don't give too many bucks about what somebody else is doing. Go get a life. But they don't do that. So at this particular job, I'm minding my business. I'm talking to somebody else. And of course, someone else is listening. Because you clearly don't have a life. And I said something like, oh, I want to go home. She said, oh, you going to last here? Last? First of all, bitch, this, this ain't the Army or the Marines. Last where? What the fuck are you talking about? I said, let me tell you something, sweetie. Me saying I'm going to go home or I want to go home doesn't mean anything, but I want to go home. I, I really think you think that I'm slow. And I think that you really want to be here. You don't. You're just here because you don't know what else what the fuck else to do with your life. And guess what? I don't hold that against you because that's why most of us wind up in jobs. Whether we enjoy the job or not. We kind of do it because there's nothing better to do at the time. Or we don't know if anything better to do. And, or we say, this is better than my last situation, so I may as well grin and bear it. But that is not how I choose to live. And what business of, of it is it anybody else's? Mind your goddamn business. Take ownership of your own shit. Let me take ownership of mine. Even if it's me me being a neg- negative asshole at the time. It doesn't matter. Let me take on, let me own that shit. Let me be my negative asshole for my little seven hours at work. And you mind your goddamn fat ass business. I don't fucking understand that. But there's always somebody, especially when they find that it's somebody who looks like they're doing better or looks like they have something else going on or actually does have something else going on, people get so threatened and want to put their little two cents. Get the fuck out of here. You know? So I'm saying all that to say, take ownership of who you are. Listen, please know, That you should probably more than likely treat people like you want to be treated. I mean, I've seen over and over again what happens when you don't. So, but, and I'm saying it to say, if you're treating people nice, if people treat you nice, people treat you nice. They treat you like it's shit. Just like the Quran says, if somebody, you know, bring you, if somebody put their hands on you, taking a hell, some shit. I'm not quoting that properly, but you know what I'm saying. Treat people, give them the same energy. They give you awesome energy, give it back. They give you shitty ass energy, give it back. Whatever it is, own who you are. And if you don't know who you are, find out and own that person. And that's just it. That's my word for the day, y'all. First episode uncomfortable ass conversations like you know i had a name mapped out i gotta find that name but right now it's uncomfortable so if it makes you uncomfortable makes just the hairs on the back of your neck stand or it makes you nod your head pretty much done my job all right have a good night